In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Every story has a beginning. Many a story starts once upon a time or long ago in a land far away. But not only do stories have a beginning, but so do you. We call them birthdays. And today is our Lord's birthday. But in the gospel reading, we know his story begins farther back. His story begins in the beginning. In John's gospel, by using in the beginning, he's reorienting us. We are oriented to rethink. Rethink the beginning of creation, the beginning of life, and the beginning of Jesus Christ. For many of us, we see Jesus set within the larger story of creation, of history. But if we listen closely, in today's gospel reading, we realize that it's flipped. Really, the creation story is part of the grander story of Jesus Christ. In a very real sense, life cannot be understood apart from the story of Jesus. So today, our Lord is beginning to retell an old story. He's incorporating, incorporating what we thought we knew at the beginning of life, of this world, He's incorporated into a new story, which in the end is really the true story, the real story. Today we are being told life's story, and because it's life's story, that includes your story. You see, Jesus is beginning today to retell your story, your history. This gospel reading has two layers to it. The first one is the profound language one, the one where the word is in the beginning, the word was with God, the word was God. But the second layer is the John the Baptist layer. Now, as John the Baptist comes along, he gives us insight into how we are actually in this story also. Because... Jesus' story isn't told without him. His story is not told without John the Baptist. And like our gospel processional, his story can't be told without being at ground level. And since it's at ground level, that means our Lord's story can't be told without you. You see, John the Baptist, two appearances actually in the prologue. In his two appearances, he is set in the midst, in the midst of the profound and lofty language of our Lord's incarnation. And with him, so is your story set within that profound and lofty language of the incarnation. You see, Jesus' story won't be told without him coming down on ground level, invading your world, interrupting your world, and never leaving you the same. 
Some of you might say, Pastor, you don't know me. You don't know my history. You don't know my past, all I had to suffer, all the suffering I caused. And frankly, that's true. I don't know everyone here in that way. That's okay. Because I know the story of Jesus. His story is anything but rosy, and with John the Baptist, the story that ends with his head chopped off, and even with Jesus in this gospel reading of him coming to his own but being refused, you see, our Lord agrees with you that history is messy. Your life might be filled with chaos, it might be filled with suffering and death, it might be filled with darkness. But the light of Christ shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it. See, it's only with Jesus that we can actually understand the tragedy of death and life's various dead ends. We can understand these within the grander story of Jesus Christ, his incarnation, his death, and his resurrection. The world has meaning in Jesus Christ, whose story incorporates and actually envelops the story of suffering and death into the story of joy and life. So today is the true beginning of your life. Now life begins, and all life from it is in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. With our Lord's incarnation, life in general is never outside the realm of Jesus' experience. You see, there's no gap to overcome with him. He is in the midst of you. He's taken up residence in the flesh like yours, and all the instability, all the chaos of your life All the sins of your life are now taken up into Jesus Christ. If you can't find your story in the story of Jesus Christ, if you can't find yourself in this story, then you must reread the story because you have forgotten. Let me remind you that his story is one filled with being abused, one filled with mockery, suffering, and dying for those who hate him. So today, our Lord is beginning to retell your story. Everything that's happened to you and everything that you have done wrong can be incorporated into the much larger and grander and more hopeful life of Jesus Christ. So now begin to look back. Begin to reflect. Look back on how our Lord has been active in bringing you here today. Because I'm standing in front of you, speaking the good news. The good news that says, with the incarnation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, life now becomes meaningful. Filled with purpose. And that means your past can now be exceeded with 
the incarnation. And our Lord is now ready. Ready to make it and take it to somewhere new. He's ready to go to another place. You see, our Lord, by taking on our flesh, audaciously makes a claim. He's making a claim on your life. Jesus has come into your life today in the Holy Gospel, in the preached Word, ready to take away your sins and give you a new beginning. He is ready to give you a true beginning to your life. And not just a life. Not just some random life, but the life. Jesus is ready to give you his life. And through his life, the one that can make sense out of someone getting their head chopped off, through his life, the one that can make sense out of a senseless death of an innocent man, through that life, you can now begin to interpret your life and actually give it meaning, give it purpose, give it an end. Our Lord doesn't merely offer a natural existence, but he offers a true existence, a true life, eternal life. And that's all set in the midst of his holy presence, in his flesh. You see, the real presence of our Lord will take all your selfish, all your evil and corrupt ways, and he's going to put them on the cross. So today, your true beginning is formed by our Lord's presence in you. With that real participation of you and him, you will now begin to live with him in love and communion. No longer hatred and no longer in isolation. And all this is right here. Right here at the Lord's table. Where God enfleshes himself, incarnates himself, so that he might take away our sin and in a blessed exchange give us his life. That life that lives faithfully towards God and in fervent love towards our neighbor. You see, our history does not need to dictate our future with Jesus in our midst, because now he can give meaning to our past, and he can direct where we are to go. He is the one who will bring everything towards his purpose of love and communion. And this is what's given to you today, in the true beginning. And this is what's given to you in the beginning. So now your life is understood in the midst of the beginning of the baby Jesus. And I wish I could say that the future will be easy, but it won't. There will be slippage. There will be disbelief. But as our Lord says, don't worry. Because with the forgiveness of sins, all will be set right. Because that's how grace works. Grace works by giving purpose to things that are purposeless. And with this, you'll begin again. In the holy name of Jesus. Amen.